Graduates everywhere, this is your moment. You will probably never forget these life-altering words. You did it! So if you want to change the world, start off by making your bed. You put your honor where your mouth is. Put your honor where your mouth is. When you give your word, keep it. Show up, do the work, get your hands dirty, and then you'll begin to draw strength from the understanding, the true knowing that history is still being written. You're writing it every day. But the little things in life matter. If you can't do the little things right, you'll never be able to do the big things right. You build a legacy, not from one thing, but from everything. I remember when I just opened my school in 2007, I came back and I had the great joy of sitting at Maya Angelou's table. She hadn't been able to attend the opening in South Africa. And I said to her, oh, Maya, the Oprah Winfrey Leadership Academy, that's going to be my greatest legacy. I remember she was standing at the counter making biscuits and she turned, she put the dough down and she looked at me and she said, you have no idea what your legacy will be. <laughs> I said, excuse me? I just opened the school and these girls and it's gonna be, and she said, you have no idea what your legacy will be because your legacy is every life you touch, every life you touch. That changed me. You wash your hands first. You wash your hands again. It's really about washing your hands, washing your hands, washing your hands. If you want to change the world, you must be your very best in the darkest moments. And finally, this, 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 this will save you. Stop comparing yourself to other people. You're only on this planet to be you, not someone else's imitation of you. The Journey is available free on iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, Rio Sports Radio, and several of your favorite internet platforms. Download, embed, and share via any of the social media you love. For such a time as this, what a remarkable moment. Accompanying me in celebration of you, graduates around the world, of four outstanding individuals, uh, super high achievers and change makers I know quite well. A young Air Force veteran, Eric Florence, recent graduate from University of Texas Southwestern Medical Center with a doctorate in orthopedic physical therapy. A student, Adara Harry, entering her sophomore year studying business technology management. 
Dr. Chris Bai in the banking industry, who as well as a prolific tennis player, and Dr. June Morrison-Jones, Professor of Health Science and Chairperson for Physical and Health Education in the Bard Early College Network. The journeys of these individuals from North, South, East and West of our globe are living testaments of superb resilience, unbending commitment and triumph. Our time, I believe, would be well spent basking in their light. However, I asked them to reveal the advice that was instrumental in their becoming who they are today and to gift us, specifically you or graduates around the world, with a treasure from the wealth of their experience, their best advice. You're probably aware that the word unprecedented has been bandied about a lot. This is truly unprecedented. Some of our graduates have spotted a transforming light shining through this darkness. They showed me that light. Perhaps you've seen it too, but just in case you haven't, I plan to show it to you. My name is Neville. Along the journey, we stop at intriguing places and meet fascinating people with novel solutions to some of life's tricky questions. And we play a few games and track the remarkable characters of three classic books, A Soundbite Life, Flight of the Fused Monkeys, and Illicet, A Time to Begin Again, all of which can be found on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Yes, yes, yes. Before I point you to the light that I was shown, let's gather around our guests. First, let's meet my friend, Eric, who I'll confess in his characteristic humility has insisted that I keep calling him Eric rather than by his earned title. Reluctantly, but respectfully. Here is Eric Florence with the advice that most influenced him. So the most um, important piece of advice that I, I have received was actually uh, at a point in time I was in the military and for the specific exercise that we were performing, one of my supervisors made the statement that slow is smooth and smooth is fast. And at the time it really made sense and the circumstances and the environment in which we were but um, after he made that statement, it always stuck with me, and I feel like it has so much more applicability to life in general. And as I started to uh, move away from that movement and start going through new experiences, I found myself constantly thinking about that statement. And I think the reason why it always became um, so powerful to me and became so purposeful is that I feel like at each point in my life and at each point um, of my new entire role or my new experiences, it, it has meaning. And I think it has meaning because I feel as though um, when we go through new experiences, we can oftentimes get overwhelmed 
with information or with the amount of tasks that we have or um, all the minutia, all the different elements in which um, are trying to gain our attention. And, and in doing so, we can become overwhelmed or we can essentially split our energies into to multiple avenues and not actually commit ourselves entirely to one thing. And in doing so, I don't know if we actually get the full result that we're capable, so, capable of. Um, so I find myself constantly coming back to that statement because I think it is essentially the reset for me and allows me to approach things methodically and with purpose. And in doing so, I feel as though the final outcome is something far more significant and is far more um, pure in regards to what I'm trying to achieve just because my energies and my thought process are clear. And by doing that and having purpose and having intent with each of my actions, um, I, find that, I find that I get a better result. And therefore, that statement's kind of stuck with me. And, and I've used it many times since that period. And I think that it's beneficial to keep in mind um, as you go through life and as you encounter challenges and as you encounter new experiences. So the most important piece of advice that I would give um, isn't necessarily novel or new, but I think what um, is important and something that I would um, like to extend out to, to people that are listening is that uh, I think that in life we have the opportunity to um, make safe decisions and safe decisions uh, can bring you happiness and they can make you content and you can exist and uh, be fulfilled. However, I think that um, really to find yourself and to reach kind of the highest point of who you are, um, you really have to be willing to, to step out and, and take risk. And um, risk can mean whatever um, specifically to you in terms of what you're dealing with, but I think that oftentimes we allow ourselves to get uh, in positions in which uh, we're comfortable and that comfort uh, can be misguiding sometimes and I don't think there's something wrong with it and I think you can be um, once again extremely content but I think really in life uh, you need to surround yourself with uh, the most supportive true people that you can find and when you have that network and you have that buy-in from the people that love you and are confident in you they'll give you the tools to really step outside your comfort zone and achieve things beyond what you would normally be able to do if you allowed yourself to kind of be boxed in. So when I move through life, I, I use that a lot because there's been many points in which um, I've had the opportunity to stay on what I would consider to be a safer path or take a risk and um, see what the outcome might be. And each time I've had the proper support, which was absolutely essential, but each time I took the risk, I came out a better person and I came out with uh, far more purpose and, and potential than I had originally. So I think that um, as we move through space, as we move through time, that you need to uh, find that group, find that support and really um, when you have the opportunity to, to try something new and to take on a new task or challenge, um, 
you do it and you take that secondary option, that secondary pathway and um, challenge yourself and see, see what the outcome is because I think you'll be pleased and happy uh, with, what, with, what, with what you find uh, your capabilities are and, and who you become. Thank you so much. Adara Harry has just completed her freshman year in business technology management. Adara, would you address graduates on our behalf, please? Thanks. The grads of 2020 are graduating at both of challenging and memorable time. Of course, it is just as important to reflect on your academic journey, accomplishments, and most certainly the obstacles you have overcome along the way that have helped to mold you into the individual that you are today. I would like to share four tips from an article I read by Katrina Davies titled, 12 Pieces of Advice for New Grads That Everyone Should Take. Tip number one, be open to change. Always remember to remain adaptable and do not be afraid of new situations and opportunities. Tip number two, don't hide from mistakes. Although it may be challenging to accept and take responsibility for your mistakes, always be willing to do so. This will provide a great example for those around you and you will also see growth within yourself. Tip number three, learn from everything. We never stop learning. Even if this is the end of your academic career, continue to grow within your field, workplace, and other various areas of your life. Tip number four, treat everyone with respect. Let us always remember that someone is where you once were and anyone may be a crucial piece of a puzzle that you are a part of. Remember to say hello, smile, brighten someone's day positively impact the lives of those you encounter. Thank you, Adara. Those are tips I will definitely reflect upon. Dr. Bai is a man of impressive focus, devotion, and transformation. Dr. Bai, please. Thank you, Namo, for inviting me. So when you actually, uh, actually when you first asked me uh, to say something to the new graduate, um, the first thing that came to my mind is uh, being humble and eager to learn. So when I graduated from s school and joined my first company six years ago, I was both excited and shocked. I was excited that I start a new chapter in my life. But in the meantime, I was shocked by how different it is working in a Fortune 500 company from studying in a graduate school. I was a good student. However, most of my confidence built up over the past few years was wiped out during the first few weeks in the company. So I suddenly realized that having a straight A on your transcript or a master or a PhD degree does not guarantee you a successful start in your uh, professional career. I have so many things, so many things to learn, like how business runs, 
how to communicate with different people, like my team member, my clients, and even the senior leadership. And also have to learn how to handle conflicts and etc. So learning is important. I think it lays the foundation for you to build a career and uh, enable you to successfully convert the knowledge you learn from school into business value. The second tip I have to give is to find a mentor. Well, there are superstars in every organization. By saying superstars, I mean those people who are super successful in the company. So typically, it is not very difficult to find someone who is successful and more important, who you like. I will encourage any newbies to build a strong relationship with such people. You will probably find those people are way more helpful than you have imagined. So you may even want to behave or perform just like those people. I feel it is totally okay that not being yourself at this point. I was pretty lucky that I have a few great mentors over the past six years. And sometimes you can even ask your boss to be your mentor. So one of my favorite manager always say, you are not working for me. I'm working for you. Use myself as your resource. The last, but not the least, be positive. I think being positive has a special meaning for all of us at this moment. You know, the coronavirus has taken thousands of people's lives, and the economic downturn has caused unprecedented low employment rate. As a new graduate, you may find it very difficult to find a job at this moment. But I think we have to admit that those ups and downs happens in everybody's life. It is just inevitable. No matter what, I think it is important to stay positive and use the hard situation as an opportunity to challenge yourself and prepare for the future so you can catch your dream when it is knocking your door. Thank you, Dr. Bai. I like that. Prepare so that you can catch your dream when it is knocking at your door. Knock, knock. Knock, knock. Knock, knock. Dr. June Morrison-Jones, what is the best advice you received and the best advice you would readily share with our graduates? Um, with regards to the first question, the best advice I've ever had um, while going or before I went to a college is from one of my math teachers um, in high school. Um, he saw that I seemed to have had an aptitude for teaching. And so he persuaded me to um, go in the direction of a teaching career. Um, I wasn't exactly sure what that teaching career um, 
choice would be in terms of the subject area. But the more I thought of my love and passion for chemistry, and that came as a result of a very good um, and interesting dedicated science teacher that I had, uh, Dr. Um, Kumar, who took a lot of effort to teach us chemistry and to make sure that it was not only content driven, but it was also enjoyable and engaging. And from that, I thought that, yes, I will pursue um, teaching, but I will make sure that I'm doing it in the direction of chemistry. So I finally became a chemistry teacher and I went on to college um, to pursue a bachelor's degree in chemistry. And even as I think about that today, I realize that um, teachers can really have an impact, great impact on career choices for students. But students also um, need to have their own interest in whatever they decide to pursue. And then with regards to what advice I will give to students who are going off to college, very often my students would ask that question. And I teach in a school where there's a lot of students with immigrant parents. And very often their parents would like them to take career choices like become a dentist, become a doctor, become a pharmacist. And they don't seem to be really interested in that. So I always tell them, it's not that you want to disregard what your parents are um, asking you to pursue, but you also want to think about your own passion. So I will tell them, think about what you're passionate about. What gives you joy? What is it that you will want to do for the rest of your life, waking up every morning wanting to go to that job or to do that thing that you, your heart is longing to do? And so I ask them, think about what you're really interested in and um, not necessarily, again, what your parents want you to do. Listen to that inner voice and also think about the difference you can make in this life with that passion and interest that you have because you're going to be intrinsically motivated to keep on doing that which you really want to do. Um, not what your parents want you to do. So the conclusion of this whole thing that I tell them is what do you see yourself doing every day and enjoying it to the best and to the fullest? And so in summary, always pursue your passion. Find the things that give you energy. And if you're a person of faith, pray for direction about your As part of a poem I shared, 
in solidarity with those who are doing their level best to keep us safe through this global transition, and in grief for the suffering of so many, I wrote, The unforgivable loss is a price we will not forget, and fight for a future worthy of such a sacrifice. Glow up through our graveled dirt. Let light rain on all across every plot of earth. In the course of a group discussion, a graduate pointed to a light that has already begun to shine. You see, to many graduates, understandably, this moment's damage of traditional celebrations and ceremonies is irreparable. It's gone. But not to her. She sees a multiplicity of celebrations and ceremonies catered precisely as desired. Think of it this way. She explained, you get the chance to fully participate in the design of your unique graduation experience. Your time, your space, your guests. In other words, to resist the temptation of thinking of it as a great loss and to take the moment as one's own to be creative, to see it as a blessing, a new light. Could you talk to us about that statement, slow is smooth and smooth is fast? What was the incident? So the origin of the statements, uh, slow is smooth, smooth is fast, actually came from a point in time in which uh, I was training. And the specific event was performing um, a 50-meter underwater swim. And so the statement, slow, smooth, smooth, and fast, was a way to think about how you could be the most efficient in the water and therefore be the most successful. Um, historically, or oftentimes, people would get in the water and they would be very rapid with their strokes, almost frantic, thinking, okay, they're going to get more pulls in and therefore they're going to get to the final, uh, finish the task faster and therefore be able to accomplish it sooner. But in reality, they wasted a lot of energy. And um, just from the fact that they didn't get as much pull with each stroke, that each time they were moving, they lost, obviously, oxygen because that's what was stimulating their muscles and providing with the energy to perform the movement. So in reality, if you actually slowed down each pull, each stroke, and you took and achieved the most glide out of everything that you put into that one segment of time you actually are able to accomplish the task 
more effectively um, and with the necessary amount of energy reserves to actually fulfill fulfill the the um, task that you're trying to complete. That's awesome. That's awesome. The Journey is available free on iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, Rio Sports Radio, and several of your favorite internet platforms. Download, embed, and share via any of the social media you love. Here is wishing you your very best. Stay strong and stay healthy. Every new era is marked by a challenge that reveals the true nature of its character, its soul, its heart, our very being. A challenge so pervasive, so corrosive, so corrupting, it indulges our need for respite. A challenge that demands a new breed. A breed beyond the hero. The hunks I dreamed. In this brilliant epic adventure, we encounter the rare qualities of those equipped for this challenge. The hunks I dreamed. <laughs> the hunks I dreamed is available on Amazon, Audible, and Apple. The hunks I dreamed. See you next week.